Hey guys, so welcome back. Well, on today's show, I have to, have to, have to talk about how to get the enemy off of your kids. And this is an ongoing battle I've had for, well, I would say for as long as my daughter, my oldest daughter has been alive, right? That's 13 years. And what I've noticed as long as my little one's been alive. And I saw it recently starting with my son. Okay, but see, the thing is about that is that you have final say, you have authority. And if you're not hiding in the shadow of the Almighty, what's going to end up getting you is the curses is is curses. There's a bunch of curses outside of God's protection, right? That's why he tells us not to do these things. Whatever the Bible tells us not to do is what, you know, we're literally just not supposed to be doing. So there's a lot of things that we've done in our past. You know, (laughs) I know I'm not the only one. Okay. Um, Maybe flirt with a guy who was already taken. Right. That it according to the Bible, that's considered adultery. Um, Maybe you just talk back to your mom all the time maybe you were mean to your mom maybe you were nasty to your mom maybe your mom did something and you felt like you had the right to be mean to her uh i heard uh earlier today that someone in my family that i know who was very dear to the family um was receiving was reaping what she sowed in her husband because of the way she treated her mom Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really, really gets deep there, you know? And we're reaping a lot of what we sow, but I want you to think of that concept. So we're reaping what we sow, but the only way that we can reap what we sow or reap a harvest is if we're planting a seed. Now, what happens with seeds? A seed becomes a tree. Now, what does the Bible say about seeds, about trees? It says that trees are people. And that's evident in the blind man that said to Jesus, you know, the first time that Jesus wiped his eyes with um, the mud, that he said, I just see a whole bunch, I see people walking around like trees. And I've heard people say that, you know, even Jesus made mistakes and no, Jesus didn't make mistakes. What Jesus was doing, he was healing his spiritual sight first or he was healing his mind because the spirit is the mind. And that 90 percent of our brains that we are not using, that is what the Bible is referring to being spiritually dead. The, The dead in Christ will be risen first. Okay, because heaven and hell is in this lifetime. The problem is, is that we just can't see when we're being dragged off to hell and when we're in heaven. We can't actually see it. All we keep telling people is just it's a feeling. And then you don't get to experience heaven with your spiritual sight. And I, I believe that this is a move of God that he just really wants to change that for people. And he's making it more tangible for people to really understand Or else he would have never explained it to me in the way that he's been explaining it to me since 2020. So, this show today 
is about how to pray for your kids, how to pray for your family. And I believe that this is just a word that God's spreading um, through the body, just making sure that he lets us know how to break free. Because in scripture, he says that he will provide a way out of temptation. Okay? Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So, because all of the power is God's. All of the might is God's. Okay? So, I want to read to you from Joshua 6. And it says, now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand. It's king and the mighty man of men of valor. You shall march around the city, all you men of war. You shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of rams, horns before the ark. But the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then the wall of the city will fall down. And the people shall go up every man straight before him. Then Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priest and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant and let seven priests bear I lost my place. There we go. Proceed and march around the city and let him who is armed advance before the ark of the Lord. So it was when Joshua had spoken to the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of the ram's horns before the Lord advanced and blew the trumpets, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard came after the ark, while the priests continued blowing the trumpets. Now Joshua had commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth, until the day I say to you, shout, then you shall shout. So he had the ark of the Lord circle the city, going around it once. Then they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. And this happened for seven days until it was time for them to shout. Okay, so this is what... I believe God is saying because the other day I was in worship and he said to, he reminded me of this story and 
he said to me, now shout. And when I shouted, my shout turned to song. Now, there's been different times where he's told me now sound the trumpet and he's telling me to sing or he's or um he'll say you know shout or and he's telling me to sing now this is what i want to tell you is that god has marked the days for the curse to be over in your family's bloodline i'll say it again so god has marked the days for the curse to be over in your family's bloodline and it's time for you to start singing over your family. Now it's time for you to shout. Do you know why the ark was, he said, for the ark to go around the camp seven times? See, that ark was Jesus. Did y'all get that? That ark was Jesus because what was inside of the ark was the two tablets with the Ten Commandments on it. Those two stone tablets were breathed on, were spoken by God himself. And when I say God himself, I mean, you know, because Holy Spirit living in, in us different things like that but this was god himself this was pure energy god the same god that said let there be light and there was light okay um and the power of the light was in the power of god's word the thunder of god's word the thunder the lightning of god's word was in the tablet all of power was in that tablet was in those two tablets with the ten commandments and they were circling around the camp. And then he told them on the seventh day, you will shout. Now, this is a time where humanity was still locked out of heaven. And then what ends up happening is he tells them to shout and then the walls come down. Okay. Uh, so here's the thing. One. Obedience is huge. Obedience is huge. And there's a lot of things that, you know, are circled around what's happening in the story. Because this is what's going to be your breakthrough. So I want you to pay close attention to this because this, if you guys have been going through it in your family and in, with your family bloodline, the way that I've been going through it, I'm talking about to the point where I was abandoned in foster care, put up for adoption. Um, my grandfather raped my mom and all of her sisters and molested everybody in the family. The only ones that my grandfather had never laid a finger on were my mother's girls. And my sister told me a story that my grandfather um put her on his lap one time and my mom went berserk my mom went crazy like i mean she was shouting from the rooftop she could have killed him that day and it, it was bad and that's the closest that 
my grandfather had gotten to my sisters and I. I remember when I was six years old, he came, um, but he was in a wheelchair by that time, and he had no ability to move. He had no ability to walk. It was by the grace, I don't know what in the world, by the grace of, I don't know. I, and I'm saying by the grace of God, because God is merciful, although he disciplines. But my aunt, after he'd done all those things to her, she still took care of him. But mainly because, you know, we don't know the word of God, really. And we expect for another man to tell us what God is saying and whatever that preacher's interpretation of the Bible is. And that's just our Bible. And that's not what God is saying. God wasn't telling, listen, forgive and leave forgive i'm gonna say that again forgive and leave and far too long have we been thinking that forgiveness meant for us to stay and forgiveness doesn't mean stay the word the prefix um the prefix for means to give away it's to double give away for give away give give <laughs> give away give away give it give it give it away what's that saying that's saying that if you go into a house or a town send it your piece and if the town or the house is worthy that town or that house that city or the town that is us we are the land we are the city on the hill that can't be hidden so if you go to a person, allow that person to have your peace, your spirit. You ever heard of people saying, oh, you've been on my mind? Or I've had you, I had you in mind, right? So that's what that means. The privilege that they even have so much to get to lay and feast their eyes on you, boo. That's what that means. That's what that means. And if the house... If the town or the city, the city or the town is worthy, allow your peace to lay there, allow your peace to stay there. But if it's not, call your peace back to you, dust your feet off. It'll be worse on that city or town than it was on Sodom and Gomorrah. You understand what I'm saying, okay? And you keep thinking that. So anyway, whew, tangent over. My aunt was keeping her, him in her house. And she was living in hell with this man after he had raped her all those years. This is how warped. You know, we think, oh, why me, God? Why me? Why did you take me away from my family? Why, why was I? I always felt like I was sold into foster care. I always felt like Joseph. I always felt like I was sold into foster care, like my sister didn't want me. My sister could have taken care of me. She was old enough. And she didn't help. She didn't help. And later, years down the line, as an adult in my 30s already, she said to me, you're not my responsibility. And I think that that's a very warped way because if whatever you do to the least of these, you're doing to me, right? You're doing to God. And so what I want to say is that all of these horrible, horrible things had been happening in my family with my grandfather then with my mother my aunts and my mom they could not get it together after that 
Like, do you understand what it is for your father to rape you all, like, your childhood? My God. And they, it was just so much trauma in that family. So much trauma in that family. So when I was put up, I was put into foster care, then the state of Florida asked my mom, well, do you have family or kin next to kin that can take this child? And my mom said, whatever you do, do not leave her with my family. Guess what? My grandfather was still alive. Whatever you do, do not leave her with my family. And my mother protected me at least from that. You understand what I'm saying? And so with all of these things happening, God allows God, when the trees are planted, listen, the Bible says that God himself is bound by the word, okay? And why? It's because it's a decree. And if you don't know much about that, back in the day um, when there were kings that made decrees, a decree is a writing, and a declaration is in word form. So a decree is a written communication and a declare a declaration is a verbal communication but it is also a written communication so there can't be a declaration until um until a decree is made right that was in the olden days now we have you know the declaration of independence and all those different things and now these are those declarations have been put into writing but in the in kingly days that was a a note with the king's stamp from his ring and that's how laws were made back in the day and so when god made the law see let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven there are angels that are ever recording in heaven and god's will that is a legal term that was already recorded in heaven and now is being done here on earth and us saying your will be done on earth as it is in heaven that's you pulling heaven down to what god's will is for your life god's will for your life is to be free however if you're doing something or if there's sins that haven't been paid here's the thing there is no sin to be paid there i'll say that again there is no sin to be paid you were bought at a price what does that mean is that you were a slave to sin what is sin sin is fear also described as the kingdom of hell the kingdom of darkness um and as i recently found the kingdom of fungi the kingdom of decomposition the kingdom of death so you were bought at a price and this was what evolution is when god when christ came and died that's that's what evolution was supposed to be and it had to be it had to be in a virgin body because if it wasn't in a virgin body the light would have completely came and annihilated her body this is straight source this is straight power like and so 
when um, we think that we deserve this or we think that we should be paying for it in this way or whenever you feel guilty and you're like, oh, well, I deserve this. I did this back in 1965. No. I mean, you reap what you sow. But I do believe that God paid for it all. He paid, the chastise of his our sins was upon him. Listen, if whatever you have done, whatever has happened in the past in your lifetime, whatever has happened in your ancestry line, in your um, family tree, within whoever sacrificed um, a baby goat saying, you know, I sacrifice the rest of my bloodline to you for the next 400 years. Listen, God is breaking curses. I believe that this is the year. I've been saying this for a long time too. And it's something about God's revelation here that is causing revival. But I don't think that it's what, I think that we've been saying, God, we need a revival. We need a revival. But really, what you're calling, when you say, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, you're asking for the resurrection. And the resurrection is not when we die. The resurrection is when we're alive. Because he says that he's not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. Therefore, the resurrection will happen while you are still alive. Because when you die, all that's going to happen is your soul is going to return back to God in your soul is your gift and your call because that piece of that soul piece that belongs to God I mean the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof so don't get me don't get me wrong that it all belongs to God you get what I'm saying but as far as uh for What's happening now in this time, God is saying you need to start uh, singing over your family. Notice that they had instruments. Use your weapon of choice, whether it is an instrument or it is a song. Either way, it is supposed to obtain sound. Why? Because it's sound that creates light. I'll say that again. And sound is the fastest form, is the fastest weapon that can travel in all of spirit realm, in all of humanity. You cannot travel as fast as sound can. Why? Because sound is light or it could be darkness. But here's what you need to do. You need to start seeking over your family or playing. Get your instrument out and start playing for God over your family. And that is going to break your children free. That's going to break your family members free. And I, listen, I was in the middle of worship one day and I had a vision. I had a vision of this. um, And if you can't see If you have a hard time seeing, I really suggest you start worshiping and worship from your heart and your your tummy and not your thoughts, not your head. And if you have the ability to speak in tongues, 
instead of singing the words of the song, think of the lyrics in your mind and speak them in tongues if you have that ability. Because what you're doing is you're casting things out. You're in casting. What does that mean? You're you're expelling thoughts out of your person that are not supposed to be in there. One time this lady was praying over me and I saw a wolf come out of her out of um, her prayer when she started speaking in tongues. And the Lord said to me, no, that's her. And I was like, oh, wow. So that's what happens when we speak in tongues. So what you have to make sure that you're doing, you have to make sure that if you want to see more, start worshiping more from the heart. Okay, back on topic. So what we have to start doing is we have to start worshiping over our loved ones. And I mean with a voice of triumph because it is that sound that will expel whatever is in them out. It is that sound. Why do I say that? Because what I realized about the kingdom of light is that it is the kingdom of the biological term sonoluminescence. And if you don't know what sonoluminescence is, it is the process by which sound travels so fast, so rapidly, through water that it creates light okay i'll give you some examples in the beginning of time god said he was hovering over the waters and he said let there be light why was there light because he spoke the power the sound waves of his voice when he said let there be light rippled so powerfully through the water that it created what physicists call the Big Bang Theory. And when God started leading me to the Big Bang Theory in 2020, I was so dumbfounded of what I found, of the truth that is so much truth is in science, but science is singing God's praises and when I was able to zero into this this is when I really knew what was about to take place one world order new world religion does not scare me anymore because I realized that it will be science driven because everything that's within science and is being discovered in science right now is written written word for word in the Bible the problem is that not a lot of us know science So not a lot of us are able to go in and say, hey, this is what that is and connect the dots. I mean, that's what your brain does. That's what you have to see your neurons as the dots and the neurotransmitters, the information that's being emitted out of the neurons as the lines connecting to another neuron. And that's that's how information continues to flow. And that's God. So you now have to start singing after your family. You have to start going after your family in song. Because these are weapons of mass destruction. There is something so powerfully, and this is why you need to do it in song. One time, 
I saw, and this is the first time I've ever seen this before. And again, I was in worship. So in worship is a form of prayer that is so, because it, it's highly meditative. So uh, meditative, sorry. And when I worship, that's usually when I see most most um, visions, whether they be um, day visions or night visions. And day visions is a vision that you have with your eyes open. Night vision is a, a vision that you have with your eyes closed, also dreams, right? And so when I was worshiping, I was worshiping um, at Bethel. I, I lived in Redding, California for some time. God called um, me and my ex-husband out there. And I worshiped in, uh, I was worshiping on one side of the sanctuary. And when I started singing, I saw a sword come out of my mouth that was after service. I counted it with my little, you know, size seven feet. I counted it and it was 76 of my feet. And I don't know how much that would be measured, right? 76, seven, eh, roughly 40 feet across. So there was about a 40 foot sword that was go that was coming out of my mouth as I sang. Now, what do we know the word of the Lord to be? We know the word of the Lord to be a sword sharper than any other double-edged sword okay and so and what else do we know christ to be right in revelation it talks about how he had hair like wool he had feet like bronze and there was a sword coming out of his mouth so for us if we want to start seeing some breakthrough in our families with our loved ones you have a child that just is delinquent honey like they just get into everything that's not your child that's not your child. That is a curse in the family bloodline. And I'm telling you that we used to live in a time where witchcraft was like psh, prevalent. It was a thing. Okay. So now we have to start cleansing from that time, from that period of time where we didn't have control of what they were doing, but now we're having to reap the consequences. And God is saying it's time to break free. Okay. And in breaking free, you will need to sing. And that's why when I was worshiping the other day, I first saw an act. Then I saw God circling around my children as I was singing. So that shout that the Israelites made on the seventh day, God was already doing that. He was already doing that all by himself. The Bible says that he sings over us. He was already doing that. Why do you think God sings over us? If the kingdom of death is the kingdom of decomposition, then the kingdom of light is the kingdom of composition. And what does it mean for you to have a composition? That is a song. That's a song. So what you have to start doing is you have to make sure that you are singing over your children in a way where they are able to break free. 
It is your song. It is your prayer. Because, see, what I realize about prayer is that it's not always saying words. It's much easier when we just be quiet and let God do his thing. Right? And we think that we're just supposed to be um, praying over people and, you know, speaking tongues over people and all this stuff. If if you're not, if you haven't been resurrected, and I, that's a topic for another time, but the resurrection is just the 40-day fast. And in the Bible, that's all they had were resurrections. These were signs of resurrection. In the beginning of time, when God said, let there be light, what was that? That was a resurrection. Why do you think Jesus was able to, after his fast in the desert, he was able to come out and start doing all those signs and wonders and miracles and raising the dead and all of these different things. And the reason why is because, one, he was coming to show that we are God, right? Psalms 82.6, for I have said you are all gods because you are the sons of the most high. What does it mean to be a son? A son is just God spoke and you were created. What makes you a son is you being born out of the mouth of God. That's what a son is. And the resurrection is the fast. So if you want to start seeing your children, your loved ones, anybody that is in bondage, that you see that that is just oh my gosh just really going through it worship well guys that's all the time i have for today over and out